0: you're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab episode 87. Grab your paper, grab your pen, because in today's class, we're doing Facebook 101. So stay tuned. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Thursday edition of the Ask Sam and Tim Show. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, or co-host, I should say, and (laughs) I have my, probably I'm going to guess, very cold, Tim Hyde next to me. How are you, Uh,
1: Yeah, freezing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I don't live in Canberra.
1: I know, I really should have come into the office a few minutes earlier just to turn the heater on and warmed up before this episode started because my, my toes are sort of in danger of dropping off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: certainly going be outside. So there is oh. a little bit of frost around that I can see, which is fabulous, love it.
0: Well, I'm glad you do because I'm quite happy to be warm up here
1: in Sydney. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's that much warmer in Sydney.
0: It is a lot warmer. We don't hit minus anything.
1: I'm going to check my little weather app on my phone. Look, it's a look at this. I don't, you can't really see it okay, so unless you're listening right now. It says a balmy zero degrees.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, Sydney 10 is a lot better. <laughs> I,
0: don't, I don't know. It's actually really nice today. Yesterday was freezing and cold and raining and wet and, yuck. but today's lovely and sunny. Still not well, terribly there, warm, but.
1: There we go. Okay, I think the, the weather has much, as much to do with the temporary how how cold you feel as much as anything else, doesn't it?
0: Yes, but last week, or actually not last, week we, we last you know, week, we skipped last <laughs> week. A couple weeks ago. We did an episode on Social Media 101.
1: Yeah, but of course today we're actually going to talk about Facebook 101 just to continue our theme from a couple of weeks ago on social media and really drilling into kind of what are the things that you need to know about Facebook that will make it successful for you. I know that Facebook um, certainly over the last year has become a lot harder to get a result out of than it was a few years ago. Have you seen the same thing?
0: Yes, but when you say a lot harder, I think, just to flip that on its head, because when it first started, it was so easy. It is the third biggest visited website in the world, and I certainly still get a lot more results on Facebook than I do on Google and YouTube, who are one and two. So I think it's all about perspective.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to drill into that today. But before we do that, Sam, have you had any interesting questions come up during the week?
0: I haven't, Tim, have you? (laughs) You dropped me right in and Then we hadn't discussed that. <laughs> I, I,
1: I've, I've had a, I've had a couple, and and some of those have, have sort of really kind of inspired today's episode and last week's episode. But one of them was, you know, if I'm 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 doing well, but how do I capitalize on my momentum? I thought that was a really interesting one. This was one I was actually asked by my barber, who I saw yesterday, and he's doing quite well, but he's just looking at Sarah, so "How do you take it up to that?" How do you rat it up to that next level by using the same resources? I thought that was an interesting, an interesting question. Mm. Uh, it doesn't quite feel like he's got enough momentum to kind of bring on additional help yet, but just wants to get that little bit more out of what he's doing. With his
0: one. organic posting.
1: With organic posting. And I think that's probably one we're going to talk about in more detail today and tomorrow. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. next week I should say in, in social media. But one certainly my advice to him was post more consistently and post more often.
0: Yes. And I guess to add on top of that, because consistently and often is definitely definitely one of the keys, and I think the second one, and a lot of people miss this, and it's so blatantly obvious, be interesting.
1: Oh, isn't it just?
0: <laughs> Post things that people actually care about or want to see. Facebook is a social media platform, and we use Facebook for a bit of entertainment, for a bit of time wasting. And we don't want to see the same boring things all the time. We're not going to interact with them. So about what you interact with on Facebook and start to think outside the box a bit with what you post.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be exact, does it? But look, that really leads us into Facebook 101. So I think the first thing that you and I would both see a lot of questions about is whether we should be using pages, groups, or our own personal profile.
0: And I think a lot of people even get confused with the difference between what they are. I know I certainly get a lot of questions with what's the difference between a profile and a page because it can be a little bit confusing for people.
1: Okay. So let's let's go into each of those. Profile is obviously you as an individual, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I hear this one a little bit can I use my profile as my business? And the answer is no. Your profile is for you as a
1: person. Now, we'll go, I think we'll go into that a bit more, but why do you think you should use your profile as a person and not as your business?
0: Well, A, Facebook terms and conditions tell us that that's what it's for. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, those things you click on and say, yes, I agree with all that stuff. Like that.
0: <laughs> but second, and you know, I did. I actually got this question last week. But Sam, you share business stuff on your on your personal profile, and I do because my business is an extension of who I am. I'm not purely sharing business stuff on there. I share all sorts of stuff on my profile, things that I'm interested about. People tag me in a million and one wine posts. You know, I share all sorts of things about dancing or movies or whatever, but business is an extension of of who I am. So I do share business things on there. But getting back to your original question, Tim, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So people want to get to know you as a person and they want to know what you're passionate about to see if they they don't necessarily need to like the same things as you, but there's got to be some sort of alignment there.
1: Now I've noticed something that you've been doing quite a bit lately is you've been going on a few little rants. Have I really? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the rant? Because I think one of the things we, we often do when we create our public persona, and, and that's largely, you know, around our, our, how people view us in social media. And of course, if you've ever been in business, if you've ever employed someone, you know that you've done a Facebook stalk or a LinkedIn stalk of them to see what they're about. And of course, there's, you know, the odd embarrassing photo that has popped up in social media that may or may not jeopardise your job chances, mm-hmm. what do you think about doing things like you're doing with with some rants? And I occasionally do that as well to actually sort of, you know, that might be a bit more polarising. What, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, obviously I agree with it, although I can't remember any rant posts. <laughs> now you've got my brain going, what did I write?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think one of the things is, is that we, it's, we, we try to be too apolitical um, in our public personas and not you know, I try to appease everybody. And, and really that sort of, if we, I think comes back to that sort of core marketing principle, that if we're trying to be all things to all people, we are nothing to nobody. Totally. And, and by, I think it's okay to have a rant because what you actually do is while you might alienate people who aren't values aligned to you and, and completely disagree with your rant or your position, or they don't like dance or, or whatever, what you do end up doing is you, you tend to get far more sort of alignment with your tribe. We've got this big massive community on, on things like Face Facebook and Insta and it does allow us to actually get a real alignment with the people who would otherwise could be our customers. So while we push someone away, we're actually getting a lot more Uh, who are attracted to us.
0: Yeah. So it's very important that you choose your stance and be solid in that. I'm not into having a rant that's nasty at people. That's certainly not the stance that I take at all. I'm actually very against that at all. The haters and trolls, it's just, I, I, I don't think that there should be a place for it. So we're not talking about that kind of rant, but I certainly do have a rant about things like, You know, I I think it's really important for us to be vulnerable in business, that all things aren't shiny and wonderful for any one of us. So Mm. I'm happy to have a rant about that and know that if someone doesn't believe that, then they're probably not going to hang with me in business circles, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. And likewise, you know, my wife's gone through a number of health issues recently and, and I've posted things about that as well. And I think it just shows that we can be a little bit vulnerable and we're like we're real, we're real people. We are as well. We
0: are real people.
1: Real people. Okay, let's talk about pages because that's the next one. Pages have been around for yes. a while. Um, yes. And this is Very. I guess you can put your business page.
0: Yes. So your page is your business or your public profile because my business page is in my name. I know yours is in your business name when more yep. clients. But this is the business persona, <clears throat> and we need to have a page not just because people stalk us and we can probably get go back to that in a little bit because I think that's an interesting topic all of its own, but we do need to have a business page if we want to run Facebook ads. That's the only place that we can run Facebook ads from is from our page.
1: Yep. So you have to have a page to run ads to target a group of people. Now, Interesting enough, and I think this is something people should be aware of, the number of likes you have on your page uh-huh. and the amount of engagement effectively plays with your ranking when someone searches for keywords or your business name. Mm-hmm. When you go into the little search bar and you type in a name of a business, the more likes and the more engagement you have on your page, the more likely you are to appear at the top of that list.
0: Yes. and. and- I struggle with engagement. There you go. I'm I'm being vulnerable. I actually really am challenged by getting engagement on my page. I am at the moment posting a daily live video to really try and get that engagement up. And it's, oh, what's the word? It's, I know that I could do a Facebook live on my personal profile and probably get, you know, 500 views, 600, 700 views. And I know that on my page, I don't even get 100. So, you know, there is that point where I go, oh, I could take the easy way out, but I'm super committed to building the engagement on my page. So, yeah.
1: I think that's the, that's the thing. Right? So, Facebook is, is like any platform, like Google, like Instagram, like YouTube. What they're looking for is people to continue using their platform. Um, if you sort of go back in the day, some of the Early web search engines failed because they weren't necessarily delivering the same quality of results that Google were delivering. That's why Google is so dominant today. And as businesses, you know, thrive and survive on how much engagement you do. So mm-hmm. they're going to show the most engaging content to their audience. So that's where it comes back to being interesting, you know, putting stuff up. I think the thing to remember about a page is that the only person who can post to your page is you. Yes. Yes. Okay. or any admins that you allocate to a page, right? So it's one to many. You know, it's only your content going out. But the more you put stuff on there, and the same as we talked about way back in episode, oh my God, I can't remember when it was now, episode 67. Oh, there you go. We're <laughs> going back 65, 63. When we talked about LinkedIn, You know, it's okay to have an arrangement with a couple of people to come on and, and comment on your stuff and like mm-hmm. your things, right? Because that's going to tell the algorithm that, the content you're putting out there is a little bit interesting and that then will start to show to more of your followers, okay? yeah. people who like your page already. Mm-hmm. Because by default, I think it's like somewhere between 2 and 5% um, of people on your page, the big number of likes you have. So if you have 1,000, you might be getting 20 people It's going to show to that feed. right? Mm-hmm. And if they don't do much with it, it's not going to start showing that content to anyone else. If they do start watching it, in the case of video views like the stuff you were putting out, At the moment, Sam, if people are watching those videos, it'll then start to show to more of that audience. But if it doesn't see more engagement, it's going to say, okay, well, we're done with this. Okay, obviously it's not interesting content and Mm. it won't show to everybody else.
0: Totally. Something to remember though with a page when you're thinking, you know, when you're in yourself thinking, oh, I just wish more people would see my business page. Really the reason that it's like this is because generally business page content is quite spammy and salesy and that's actually not what we want to interact with so facebook is holding those page views back because it's protecting its platform so that's what you really need to think that facebook's protecting the platform to make sure that enough people to continue to use it so really think about creating high quality posts that people do want to engage with and don't worry so much about the spammy salesy posts because people won't see it anyway
1: absolutely okay Groups is the third one. Groups are a sort of spin-off. You can associate a group with a page, or you can have it as an independent thing. Right? Um, think of groups as a collected interest group controlled by one or more administrators.
0: Almost like a an online meetup.
1: Yeah, like an online meetup. Okay. Uh, groups. One of the things about groups that is different from page, both pages and your personal profile, is that anyone can post in that group, subject to some rules. Around posts that appear in the feed for that group.
0: Totally. No, I'm a big fan of groups. I think groups are great because you can bring people with a mutual interest together. So I like that aspect of groups. The other thing I really like about groups is that Facebook is really giving a lot of preference to groups right now. So you'll get a notification if there's a group post. So where a page can be quite hidden, people don't even know it exists. Facebook is giving notifications for, for groups. If someone posts, if one of your friends posts in a group, there's more ability to see your posts seen
1: in a group. Yep. Okay. You think of groups, and particularly, I guess, in a business context, as you, I guess, uh, facilitating a conversation. And this is, mm-hmm. where it's, this is where you can sort of really, I think, position yourself as an expert. Obviously, as the group facilitator, you, know, you quite often will uh, post more content, but you don't necessarily have to. One of the groups I'm in, the uh, digital marketer community, right? more often than not, the content is being actually led by the community. It's not being led by Ryan, Dice, and and you know the DM guys. Right? It's actually being led by the community. We're exchanging ideas, and they're just facil- I guess facilitating and moderating uh, and mm. almost curating the content that goes in it. I know in Sam, in your group, in the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Most no, of the content thought
0: leaders, thought leaders in a circle.
1: Thought leaders in a circle, sorry, I got that wrong. <laughs> thought leaders in a circle. Uh, most of the content is initiated by you. And then that follows on from conversation there. Um, yeah. I think in any of these cases, what is important to remember, I guess, is, is something that I know that you're a big fan of of this, Sam, is my my influence pyramid.
0: Oh, my goodness. I am so glad you brought this up because I, I was just telling you the other day, Tim, I present your influence pyramid in workshops more than you do. I love this pyramid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, so
0: everyone grab a piece of paper. <laughs> this is a fantastic, fantastic model. Okay.
1: <laughs> so if you haven't seen um, Sam, I present your influence pyramid as Sam, get, get a bit of paper out. I want you to draw up just a sort of normal pyramid, okay? And we're going to break it up into five sections. Okay. So
0: in, hang on, I know this, into thirds, but in the middle section, put two lines in it so you end up with three. Yep. So you end yep. up with
1: so effectively, effectively, a pyramid's going to have five sections. Yeah. Right? Five sections to it. Now, at the top of the pyramid is where we want to be as often as possible. And that's that's where we are, thought leaders. Now, thought being a thought leader is particularly hard. Not everyone can be a thought leader all day, every day. Okay, Sam, even I, you and I, when we're, you know, doing other things, we'll, we'll work and we'll you know, view other people's content, you know, formulate some ideas, we'll share other people's content on a regular basis, okay? Um, When we're creating our original content, right, we're a thought leader, at the top of the pyramid. Now, we influence everybody who is below us in the pyramid. So the more we're at the top, the more influence we have and the more impact we have on those people around us. So people like Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins is at the top of the pyramid on a regular basis. We consume his content and we are influenced by his thoughts and kind of ideas on a whole range of different things. Next down on the pyramid is where we have people who share those ideas. So this is where you see someone else's content and you go, this is really cool, right? It's interesting, it's funny, and we share that with our community. Now, we're not necessarily influencing the thought leader, but what we're doing is now influencing everybody who shares that, okay? Now, often when we share stuff, we just just hit share and away we go. I would always suggest whether we're doing this into groups or on our pages and sharing other people's content, that we put our own thoughts to it as well. Yes, I agree with this. No, I don't. And here's why did you see this? I'd love to hear your thoughts on it and so on. we're going to influence everyone below us, but not necessarily. Both. Next one down is people who comment. And commenting is as important as anything else, because what it also does is it puts your name and your, if you've got your business title next to it under that new post for everyone to see that you've made a comment again, what you're doing is going to a little bit more depth. It's a little bit easier than sharing, right? It's certainly much easier than creating new stuff, right? But it's a little bit harder than just hitting the like button, right? But again, it allows us to share our, our thoughts, our, you know, position on whatever that post would do. And I would, again, I would always comment if you can comment, make a comment and add value in the comment, not just, that was a great post, Sam.
0: Oh, totally. I'm really glad you said that, Tim. Try and add something a little interesting.
1: Okay. If you don't have direct experience, get okay, just your thoughts on it. That was a great post, Sam. I agree with her third point and this is why. Or that was a great post, Sam. Look, I disagree with that because, you know, in my experience, this is what I've seen. What you're doing, trying to do is add to the dialogue. And, you, again, you're influencing everyone below. Now, everyone below you is the people who then like your stuff, either like uh-huh. the original post or like your post. Well, it's going to happen in Facebook right, and other platforms as well. If you're commenting, liking, or sharing content, You're now starting to get notifications of anyone else who's doing that as well. right? So you can engage with that. Don't just feel you need to engage with the original poster. You can engage with other comments as well.
0: Totally. And just before you go into the bottom one, I think it's really valuable if you're doing that on someone else's post, if you're replying to someone's comment on your post, like their comment, leave a comment. And tag them as well because that will mean that your your post will show up more on Facebook. So, make sure that you do all of those things when someone comments on your post.
1: Okay. And how do we tag on Facebook, Sam?
0: Tag just the at and start typing their name. And as soon as the name comes up, click on their
1: name. That's right. Okay. The last two, liking. All right. So, if you just like something. right again, what you're doing is you're, you're, being, you're being influenced by the person who you like. But probably, I mean, you're just going to say, "Hey, so and so likes this." It's not going to put, you're just going to put your name there or your photo, but not much else. Now, the last one, and this is where the vast majority of people sit most of the time, and that's in the lurker space. And you know, mm. that, that's at the bottom of the pyramid, and that's the biggest one.
0: <laughs> this, <laughs> is the big the <laughs> this is the big chunk of the
1: pyramid. This is the big chunk of the pyramid because most people just like, right? And if you, just, if you just read stuff. All right, you won't influence nobody, okay? You're the one being influenced, okay? Now, as you, go, as you go back towards the top of the pyramid, there's more work involved, but your influence and your positioning as an authority, as a thought leader, um, also increases.
0: Well, I guess at the end of the day, you can't be a thought leader by lying on the couch just scrolling through a newsfeed. It's just that simple.
1: It's very, very hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would probably say impossible, but sure, Tim, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> now,
1: All right. When, so when the, got... I think that applies to whether, you do, whether you're doing a group, whether you're in a, uh, a page or whether on your personal profile and commenting on other people's stuff, right, that's going to apply.
0: Now, content mix. I'd love to delve into this, talking about the, the things that we want to post, but you said something really interesting as you were going through your influencer model. You were saying you share a lot of people will share things when they're funny. So it makes yep. me think well what what does the content mix need to look like?
1: I, I think you kind of want to split this into largely into thirds. I think mm-hmm. there's some under, underpinning rules about just being sort of interesting and funny in it. but I would say there's 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 probably three main areas of content that you want to you want to post right? mm-hmm. The first one is sharing your expertise and sharing your knowledge okay now, Again, when you're sharing your expertise and knowledge, you want to be funny and you want to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you haven't done copywriting course or, or a speaking course, you know, when you, you, certainly you've heard people speak who always speak in monotone and you're like, oh, please change your tone. All right? mm-hmm. So we want to do the same thing with our, with our written content and even our video content when we're creating video content. Mm-hmm. Platforms. Be, put it at, at, you know, change your tonality, change your, your tone, change how you write right, to be interesting and funny, right? But the first block of content needs to be about sharing and positioning your expertise, right? People need to know what it is you're doing. Second part of that, I think, is you need to start sharing things about you, right? This is the know and like part, okay? So if you like a particular football team, it's okay to not talk about your business and go the... Crows, go the
0: crows. Go the crows.
1: (laughs) Let's pick somebody, right? Go the crows. Um, You know, Brumbies are the only team in the Super Rugby finals this year, so go to Brumbies, right? (laughs) It's okay to share things that you're personally interested and personally passionate about. Now, obviously, the third part of that content, right, or third block of content is around your call to action, right? You want to move this community into your CRM where you can start to nurture and build a a more intimate relationship with them. If you just leave your community on your social media platform, and it's wonderful, (sighs) but... It doesn't serve a business purpose, okay? Right. think you know, Come back to our marketing funnel, which we talked about quite some time ago now, that you want to systematically and intentionally move people onto the next step in your customer journey, right? And that's where you start to move them into your CRM system.
0: What about when we've got our family on our Facebook
1: profile, Tim?
0: I mean, I'll give you my, I'll give you my, <laughs> maybe I should start. With, with
1: look, I, like I do as well, okay? I know there's yeah. some people that say, look, don't connect to your friends and family on Facebook. Right? Those are the people you actually catch up with a barbecue on the weekend um, and you pick up with the phone and call, and that's totally okay. You can, look, I've got friends and family. I've got you know, old school contacts on my, on my Facebook feed. If they don't want to see my business posts on my personal just profile.
0: Scroll. just scroll. They'll
1: just scroll past them.
0: Yeah, sometimes
1: they actually go, "Hey, that's really interesting. I didn't know you were doing that." Yeah, uh, too much of one time of content, or we'll just actually just piss people off.
0: Totally. So I do have, I do connect with friends and family like you. I've connected with old high school friends, and it's actually been really cool to see actually what they're up to and who or, I went to school with are now in business, and it's actually been great because we've been able to connect in a business sense as well. But I did let my family know that. I do have business on Facebook. And then if there's something super personal, please don't put it on my wall. Please pick up the phone and just give me a call because I did have a a little incident a few years ago. So I did have to to let people know, hey, you know, this is my business. This is what I do let's let's keep the personal stuff you know like i'm talking the super personal stuff let's keep that that stuff super personal
1: was that a a photo of you as a toddler in the bath
0: oh my goodness thank (laughs) god we didn't have facebook when i was a teenager it could be really bad
1: (laughs) that's right okay but look the, the, the purpose of facebook was never business okay yes it is a business platform in many ways now but it was never business it was a was a platform to allow people to connect with each other on a more human level. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm totally okay with putting putting sort of family on there as well. All right, let's talk Facebook business.
0: All right, so Facebook advertising, Tim, we can boost a post or we can create
1: an ad. That's right, okay. So boosting a post, you would have seen, you know, every time, particularly on your business page, there'll be a little button on the right-hand side that says boost this, okay. And there's a couple of different types of boosts we can do. We can boost just the people who like our page, right? And that's what Facebook obviously wants us to do, to increase the organic reach, Mm -hmm. So if you've got something particularly important, such as a launch, you can boost that post to your existing audience. The other people you can do is to the friends, people who like your page and their friends. Now, if you're making sure that the content there is related Mm -hmm. to people, hopefully the people who then like your page have a community of people like them, Tends to work. I, I find it tends to work better if you've got a business-to-consumer product than mm-hmm. a business-to-business. And the third type of thing we can do is just create a generic ad, which has got nothing to do with your page at all. all right, but it's going to start to target a demographic of people. Okay. So um,
0: when you say it's got nothing to do with our page at all, it could be to promote a lead magnet. It could be to promote a webinar. It could be to promote a product. So it's still the topic. But it's not necessarily just a post. It's a straight-out call to action.
1: That's right, okay. And it's, it's not going to look at the people who like your page already. It's not going to look at their friends or friends. You're just going to start and choose a group of people that are on Facebook, whether they be male, female, you know, between the ages of 20 and 35, you know, like certain interests. Facebook used to have, you know, household income, but they've removed that mm-hmm. um, now. Uh, you know, a bunch of interests, okay. You can say, you know, do you like these other pages? Are you into home crafts? Mm. or whatever okay um facebook collect this massive amount of data about our behaviors every time we watch a video like a post click on something what they're doing is they're profiling us and our into a sort of a little bundle of interests that yeah. i can then match up with that advertising platform That's yeah. probably the most advanced advertising platform that we've got available to us at the moment
0: totally i actually saw an interesting post That Facebook would be able to tell anyone in the world something about you. Like it would know if someone, a guy's getting ready to propose to his girlfriend. Facebook knows before she does. If someone finds out they're pregnant, Facebook knows before she's told anyone because it's collecting the data of you searching. And Facebook's also collecting the data of you searching anywhere online because your Facebook browser is still open. Most people don't log out of their Facebook a browser or app, when they're searching on Google. And if you're searching home pregnancy kits, for example, Facebook away knows ah, she might be pregnant and will start delivering ads to you about pregnancy multivitamins, for example. That's
1: right. So if you get freaked out by Facebook starting to show ads to you, um, about something that you've been looking up. <laughs> Don't be terribly surprised. <laughs> like, it's not listening to, well, it is listening to you. Well, it life. is. <laughs> it's, observing, it's observing your behaviour and trying to, again, what it's trying to do is give you content that's relevant to your interest at that particular point in time. Right? I've certainly noticed of recent time, um, you know, this year, that groups I tend to go into more often tend to appear in my feed more often. The groups yes. I'm not visiting are starting to disappear from my feed again, right, until such time as I actively go and look at them. Right? Yeah. again, Facebook's trying to create a curated experience specific to you. So if you watch, you know, crazy cat videos, you'll get lots of cat videos. If you don't watch cat videos and get dog videos instead, you'll see dog videos. If you look at home crafts, you'll get home crafts. Right? Now, what's really interesting what about pages.
0: this, and I just want to add this in to, to finish it, finish it off, because it is curated, it can really start to warp your perception of what is reality because it is very curated. So a post that I see very often is the post that goes something like this. Is everyone a coach or a coach of a coach or a coach of a coach of a coach or a coach of a coach of a coach of a coach? It is only because that is the kind of post you're interacting with. Not everyone is a coach. In actual fact, even though it's a very quickly growing industry, it is a tiny industry. Most of the world still don't even know coaches exist. So don't get caught up in the hype of people saying that. It is only happening because they're in their own little world that is created by a Facebook algorithm. So there, there was my rant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My feed, and I'm sure your feed is the same, Sam. My feed is chock full of long form ad posts promising some form of marketing training.
0: Totally, and I bet you're as weird as I am. You read them all. Yeah, well, I want to
1: see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Again, at, that, at that moment research. Time, at that time, time, I'm a lurker, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of formulating ideas that I'll go, okay, I'm seeing, seeing that, and then you know, when I put something up, I then move to the top of the funnel and go, okay, this is what I've observed, and I've kind of seen all these things happening This is my point of view on
0: this. Leon makes me laugh. His Facebook news feed used to look very different before he met me. And he actually has commented quite recently that before he met me, he didn't even know that digital marketing existed. (laughs) But now his feed is full of it. (laughs) Uh,
1: Sorry, Leon, we've destroyed it for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So just to recap, because we have talked about it quite a bit We talked about the difference between your Facebook profile, your Facebook group, Facebook page, the uh, influencer model and how you should interact on Facebook. Really aim to be at the top of that model in that thought leader space as much as possible. Post interesting content, making sure that you're sharing what your expertise is and your knowledge so that people know who you are, but also making sure that you share the things that are interesting to you so people get to know, like and trust you. And I think, yeah, above all, just be the kind of person that people want to hang out with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you're not, guess what? <laughs> people want hang
0: out with you. <laughs> that was profound, Tim. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my Mic God. drop moment.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And just be cons- and, and the last thing here, Sam, is, is be consistent. Right? Be regular yeah. and consistent. Whatever regular and consistent looks like for your business, you know, be regular and consistent. Whether you need to appear every single day, which obviously is a lot of work involved in that, or, th- you know, three times a week, once a month, right? As long as you're consistent with it. So obviously, once a month, you're going to not be seen very often. No. Right? But be consistent because that's what we're trying, to, we're trying to tell our customer that we are reliable. We're mm-hmm. trying to tick that reliable box when they buy from us and that's how people buy.
0: And I, I love that you brought that up because that is a it's something that people say to me all the time, you know, because I always ask my, my leads, you know, why, why are we having this conversation? And a lot of the time it's just because a lot of people comment it's because I consistently show up and have done for years. I think it's really important because it's actually showing what's important to you and your, your personality, the type of person you are. So, you know, the way you do something is the way you do. No, what's the What is the saying? The way you do everything is the way you do something, the way you do something, everything. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm trying to say.
1: (laughs) All right, so rule, rule one, my takeaway from today is uh, get off the couch.
0: Oh, nice. Good
1: takeaway. All right. Now, next week, um, we're going to have a little conversation about Insta. Now, Insta's massive at the moment.
0: I've found some really... So many people getting
1: some amazing results. We're going to drill into that in, in detail. Later.
0: Yeah, I found some really cool stats about that. If you like this episode, we'd love for you to give it a like, give it a share. And more than anything, we'd love you to hop into iTunes and give it a rate and review because iTunes is just like Facebook. <laughs> we can't be found if you don't tell us that you like us. So please, please, please head into iTunes. Give us a, a five-star rating because obviously we're awesome and uh, and a review and we would be ever so grateful for that and would love to give you a shout-out in a future episode.
1: Thanks, guys. See you next week.
0: Ciao. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth, and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to samanthariley.global.com forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.